Hi, and welcome to Meditating the Word. I'm so glad you joined us. We're reading the entire Bible this year in chronological order. If you'd like to download a copy of the reading plan, just go to blueletterbible.com. You'll find a link in the notes. The translation I'm reading from is the World English Bible, but feel free to follow along in your favorite translation. Would you do me a huge favor and subscribe to this podcast? You can subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and on YouTube. That will help others find this podcast. Today is Day 47. We're reading Leviticus chapters 11 through 13. The third book of Moses, commonly called Leviticus, chapters 11 through 13. The Lord spoke to Moses and to Aaron, saying to them, Speak to the children of Israel, saying, These are the living things which you may eat among all the animals that are on the earth. Whatever parts the hoof and is cloven-footed, and choose the cud among the animals, that you may eat. Nevertheless, these you shall not eat of those that chew the cud or of those who part the hoof. The camel, because it chews the cud but doesn't have a parted hoof, is unclean to you. The hyrax, because it chews the cud but doesn't have the parted hoof, is unclean to you. The hare, because it chews the cud but doesn't have a parted hoof, is unclean to you. The pig, because it has a split hoof and is cloven-footed but doesn't chew the cud, is unclean to you. You shall not eat their meat. You shall not touch their carcasses. They are unclean to you. You may eat of all these that are in the waters, whatever has fins and scales in the waters, in the seas and in the rivers, that you may eat. All that don't have fins and scales in the seas and rivers, all that move in the waters, and all the living creatures that are in the waters, they are an abomination to you, and you shall detest them. You shall not eat of their meat, and you shall detest their carcasses. Whatever has no fins nor scales in the waters is an abomination to you. You shall detest these among the birds. They shall not be eaten, because they are an abomination. The eagle, the vulture, the black vulture, the red kite, any kind of black kite, any kind of raven, the horned owl, the screech owl, the gull, any kind of hawk, the little owl, the cormorant, the great owl, the white owl, the desert owl, the osprey, the stork, any kind of heron, the hoopoe, and the bat. All flying insects that walk on all fours are an abomination to you. Yet you may eat of these, all winged creeping things that go on all fours, which have long jointed legs for hopping on the earth. Even of these you may eat, any kind of locust, any kind of katydid, any kind of cricket, and any kind of grasshopper. But all winged creeping things which have four feet are an abomination to you. By these you will become unclean. Whoever touches their carcass shall be unclean until the evening. 
whoever carries any part of their carcass shall wash his clothes and be unclean until the evening. Every animal which has a split hoof that isn't completely divided or doesn't chew the cud is unclean to you. Everyone who touches them shall be unclean. Whatever goes on its paws among all the animals that go on all fours, they are unclean to you. Whoever touches their carcass shall be unclean until the evening. He who carries their carcass shall wash his clothes and be unclean until the evening. They are unclean to you. These are they which are unclean to you among the creeping things that creep upon the earth. The weasel, the rat, any kind of great lizard, the gecko, and the monitor lizard, the wall lizard, the skink, and the chameleon. These are they which are unclean to you among all that creep. Whoever touches them when they are dead shall be unclean until the evening. Anything they fall on when they are dead shall be unclean. Whether it is any vessel of wood or clothing or skin or sack, whatever vessel it is with which any work is done, it must be put into water and it shall be unclean until the evening. Then it will be clean. Every earthen vessel into which any of them falls and all that is in it shall be unclean. You shall break it. All food which may be eaten, which is soaked in water, shall be unclean. All drink that may be drunk in every such vessel shall be unclean. Everything whereupon part of their carcass falls shall be unclean. Whether oven or range for pots, it shall be broken in pieces. They are unclean and shall be unclean to you. Nevertheless, a spring or a cistern in which water is gathered shall be clean. But that which touches their carcass shall be unclean. If part of their carcass falls on any sowing seed which is to be sown, it is clean. But if water is put on the seed, and part of their carcass falls on it, it is unclean to you. If any animal of which you may eat dies, he who touches its carcass shall be unclean until the evening. He who eats of its carcass shall wash his clothes and be unclean until the evening. He also who carries its carcass shall wash his clothes and be unclean until the evening. Every creeping thing that creeps on the earth is an abomination. It shall not be eaten. Whatever goes on its belly, and whatever goes on all fours, or whatever has many feet, even all creeping things that creep on the earth, them you shall not eat for they are an abomination. You shall not make yourselves abominable with any creeping thing that creeps. You shall not make yourselves unclean with them, that you should be defiled by them, for I am the Lord your God. Sanctify yourselves, therefore, and be holy, for I am holy. You shall not defile yourselves with any kind of creeping thing that moves on the earth, for I am the Lord who brought you up out of the land of Egypt to be your God. You shall therefore be holy, for I am holy. This is the law of the animal, and of the bird, and of every living creature that moves in the waters, and of every creature that creeps on the earth, to make a distinction between the unclean and the clean, and between the living thing that may be eaten and the living thing 
that may not be eaten. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, saying, If a woman conceives and bears a male child, then she shall be unclean seven days, as in the days of her monthly period she shall be unclean. In the eighth day the flesh of his foreskin shall be circumcised. She shall continue in the blood of purification thirty-three days. She shall not touch any holy thing, nor come into the sanctuary, until the days of her purifying are completed. But if she bears a female child, then she shall be unclean two weeks, as in her period, and she shall continue in the blood of purification sixty-six days. When the days of her purification are completed for a son or for a daughter, she shall bring to the priest at the door of the tent of meeting a year-old lamb for a burnt offering, and a young pigeon or a turtle dove for a sin offering. He shall offer it before the Lord and make atonement for her. Then she shall be cleansed from the fountain of her blood. This is the law for her who bears, whether a male or a female. If she cannot afford a lamb, then she shall take two turtle doves or two young pigeons, the one for a burnt offering and the other for a sin offering. The priest shall make atonement for her, and she shall be clean. The Lord spoke to Moses and to Aaron, saying, When a man shall have a swelling in his body's skin, or a scab, or a bright spot, and it becomes in the skin of his body the plague of leprosy, then he shall be brought to Aaron the priest, or to one of his sons the priests. The priest shall examine the plague in the skin of the body. If the hair in the plague is turned white, and the appearance of the plague is deeper than the skin's body, it is the plague of leprosy. So the priest shall examine him and pronounce him unclean. If the bright spot is white in the skin of his body, and its appearance isn't deeper than the skin, and its hair hasn't turned white, then the priest shall isolate the infected person for seven days. The priest shall examine him on the seventh day. Behold, if in his eyes the plague is arrested and the plague hasn't spread in the skin, then the priest shall isolate him for seven more days. The priest shall examine him again on the seventh day. Behold, if the plague is faded and the plague hasn't spread in the skin, then the priest shall pronounce him clean. It is a scab. He shall wash his clothes and be clean. But if the scab spreads on the skin after he has shown himself to the priest for his cleansing, he shall show himself to the priest again. The priest shall examine him, and behold, if the scab has spread on the skin, then the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is leprosy. When the plague of leprosy is in a man, then he shall be brought to the priest, and the priest shall examine him. Behold, if there is a white swelling in the skin, and it is turned the hair white, and there is raw flesh in the swelling, it is a chronic leprosy in the skin of his body, and the priest shall pronounce him unclean. He shall not isolate him, for he is already unclean. If the leprosy breaks out all over the skin, and the leprosy covers all the skin of the infected person, from his head even to his feet, as far as it appears to the priest, then the priest shall examine him. Behold, 
if the leprosy has covered all his flesh, he shall pronounce him clean of the plague. It has all turned white. He is clean. But whenever raw flesh appears in him, he shall be unclean. The priest shall examine the raw flesh and pronounce him unclean. The raw flesh is unclean. It is leprosy. Or if the raw flesh turns again and is changed to white, then he shall come to the priest. The priest shall examine him. Behold, if the plague is turned white, then the priest shall pronounce him clean of the plague. He is clean. When the body has a boil on its skin and it is healed, and in the place of the boil there is a white swelling or a bright spot, reddish white, then it shall be shown to the priest. The priest shall examine it. Behold, if its appearance is deeper than the skin and its hair has turned white, then the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is the plague of leprosy. It is broken out in the boil. But if the priest examines it, and behold, there are no white hairs in it, and it isn't deeper than the skin, but is dim, then the priest shall isolate him seven days. If it spreads in the skin, then the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is a plague. But if the bright spot stays in its place and hasn't spread, it is a scar from the boil, and the priest shall pronounce him clean. Or when the body has a burn from fire on its skin, and the raw flesh of the burn becomes a bright spot, reddish-white or white, then the priest shall examine it. And behold, if the hair in the bright spot has turned white, and its appearance is deeper than the skin, it is leprosy. It is broken out in the burning, and the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is the plague of leprosy. But if the priest examines it, and behold, there is no white hair in the bright spot, and it isn't deeper than the skin but has faded, then the priest shall isolate him seven days. The priest shall examine him on the seventh day. If it is spread in the skin, then the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is the plague of leprosy. If the bright spot stays in its place and hasn't spread in the skin but is faded, it is the swelling from the burn, and the priest shall pronounce him clean, for it is the scar from the burn. When a man or woman has a plague on the head or on the beard, then the priest shall examine the plague, and behold, if its appearance is deeper than the skin, and the hair in it is yellow and thin, then the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is an itch. It is leprosy of the head or of the beard. If the priest examines the plague of itching, and behold, its appearance isn't deeper than the skin, and there is no black hair in it, then the priest shall isolate the person infected with itching seven days. On the seventh day, the priest shall examine the plague, and behold, if the itch hasn't spread, and there is no yellow hair in it, and the appearance of the itch isn't deeper than the skin, then he shall be shaved, but he shall not shave the itch. Then the priest shall isolate the one who has the itch seven more days. On the seventh day, the priest shall examine the itch, and behold, if the itch hasn't spread in the skin, and its appearance isn't deeper than the skin, then the priest shall pronounce him clean.
he shall wash his clothes and be clean. But if the itch spreads in the skin after his cleansing, then the priest shall examine him, and behold, if the itch is spread in the skin, the priest shall not look for the yellow hair. He is unclean. But if in his eyes the itch is arrested and black hair has grown in it, then the itch is healed. He is clean. The priest shall pronounce him clean. When a man or a woman has bright spots in the skin of the body, even white bright spots, then the priest shall examine them. Behold, if the bright spots on the skin of their body are a dull white, it is a harmless rash. It is broken out in the skin. He is clean. If a man's hair has fallen from his head, he is bald. He is clean. If his hair has fallen off from the front part of his head, he is forehead bald. He is clean. But if a reddish-white plague is in the bald head, or the bald forehead, it is leprosy breaking out in his bald head or his bald forehead. Then the priest shall examine him. Behold, if the swelling of the plague is reddish-white in his bald head or in his bald forehead, like the appearance of leprosy in the skin of the body, he is a leprous man. He is unclean. The priest shall surely pronounce him unclean. The plague is on his head. The leper in whom the plague is shall wear torn clothes, and the hair of his head shall hang loose. He shall cover his upper lip and shall cry, Unclean! Unclean! All the days in which the plague is in him, he shall be unclean. He is unclean. He shall dwell alone. His dwelling shall be outside of the camp. The garment also that the plague of leprosy is in, whether it is a woolen garment or a linen garment, whether it is in warp or woof, of linen or of wool, whether in leather or in anything made of leather. If the plague is greenish or reddish in the garment, or in the leather, or in the warp, or in the woof, or in anything made of leather, it is the plague of leprosy, and shall be shown to the priest. The priest shall examine the plague, and isolate the plague seven days. He shall examine the plague on the seventh day. If the plague is spread in the garment, either in the warp, or in the woof, or in the skin, Whatever use the skin is used for, the plague is a destructive mildew. It is unclean. He shall burn the garment, whether the warp or the woof, in wool or in linen, or anything of leather in which the plague is, for it is a destructive mildew. It shall be burned in the fire. If the priest examines it, and behold, the plague hasn't spread in the garment, either in the warp or in the woof, or in anything of skin, then the priest shall command that they wash the thing that the plague is in, and he shall isolate it seven more days. Then the priest shall examine it after the plague is washed, and behold, if the plague hasn't changed its color, and the plague hasn't spread, it is unclean. You shall burn it in the fire. It is a mildewed spot, whether the bareness is inside or outside. If the priest looks, and behold, the plague is faded after it is washed. Then he shall tear it out of the garment, or out of the skin, or out of the warp, or out of the woof. 
and if it appears again in the garment, either in the warp or in the woof or in anything of skin, it is spreading. You shall burn what the plague is in with fire. The garment, either the warp or the woof or whatever thing of skin it is, which you shall wash, if the plague is departed from them, then it shall be washed the second time, and it will be clean. This is the law of the plague of mildew in a garment of wool or linen, either in the warp or the woof or in anything of skin, to pronounce it clean or to pronounce it unclean. Father God, thank you for your word. And thank you, Father, that Jesus fulfilled all the law and the prophets. It's no wonder that we needed a Savior, someone who could fulfill the 613 laws given to Moses. These laws pointed to our inability to be holy on our own merit. Breaking just one of the commandments makes us guilty of breaking the whole law. We're so grateful to live not under the law, but under grace. Thank you, Father, for your grace. Amen. I'd like to invite you to join our Facebook community and to share your thoughts about today's reading. I put a link in the notes. And if you enjoy these episodes, it would mean a lot to me if you would rate and review the podcast. Again, thank you for joining me as we read the Bible in a year. I can't wait to see you tomorrow as we continue our journey. Until next time, be blessed and be a blessing.